When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, finally, we record this podcast on 824, a uh, day that has now become known as Kobe Bryant Day in uh, the basketball community. Uh, August 23rd would have been Kobe Bryant's 45th birthday. The Basketball Hall of Famer and five-time NBA champion, of course, was tragically lost in a helicopter crash in 2020. So the Laker legend has talked plenty about his love for New York City and Madison Square Garden. He set the MSG scoring record in uh, 2009, we scored 61 points. That was, of course, later passed by Carmelo Anthony in 2014. Uh, he also made his All-Star Game debut at Madison Square Garden in 1998. He's been regularly uh, you know, shy with MVP chance when the Lakers would visit Madison Square Garden. And um, after his career, Kobe said that if there was one team he could ever play for <laughs> besides the Knicks, besides the Lakers, it would be the Knicks. Uh, and I even saw a headline when I was doing research today that when – they thought he he thought he may be at risk of being cut or amnesty late in his career that he thought he would sign with the Knicks uh, if that had come to pass. So your like most memorable Kobe Bryant Knicks adjacent moment. It doesn't have to be Kobe Bryant winning a game even in the Knicks. It could just be anything involving the Knicks. What is your most memorable moment when it comes to Kobe and the Knicks? I would say it's got to and it's, I'm sorry, I got, it's got to be the Chris Childs moment. It was. Oh, I did not think you were going there. Yeah, it's got because to be honest, <laughs> I ended up Chris Childs this was a good basketball player. He was not great, but it made me think that right. Chris Childs was this amazing player as a kid. Was like, <laughs> oh, look, he the best player in maybe the world at the time. He's yeah. not backing down from, and that was like right as Kobe was breaking out. I think yeah. if we're if we're taking a more positive outlook, it's when the Knicks when he dropped that sixty points on the Knicks, they were in the process of just getting ready for that summer. So. Yeah. I was so okay with whatever happened to them. I didn't care if they won. I watched so many games, but I was just like, whatever, LeBron, Wade, whatever we're going to get, the summer's what matters. So at that point, I watched it almost as a casual. Um, the 98 All-Star game, I don't remember much. Again, that was that year was really my, my first basketball memory, but a lot of my memories are late April into the playoffs um, than it is that actual season. Again, the strike and everything. So as a kid, I'm sure that affected what happened to me. Well, I'm not even sure if that was the same season as the strike. Yeah, no, uh, uh, 99 was the strike. So it was 98 oh, 99. into 99. So, so then, uh, so I don't even remember any of that season then. So not, 98, right. 99 is really my my first year of, like, really remembering things. Uh, so I that game, he was – um, it, it was also a long – it was the start of a long string of guys coming to the Garden – and playing their brain like that's that Kobe yeah, was yeah. what I think of as like the first time superstars or sometimes not superstars would come to the garden and play their best game I'm pretty sure LeBron had like a 50 point triple double that same season I think yeah or I think they may have rescinded it with triple double because they thought like one of them wasn't a rebound or assist but yeah that season was like it was weird because it was a rough season in the sense that you know you knew it was gonna be a lot of losses and it started off really good because Zach Randolph and Jamal Crawford played great and then the Knicks were like well we're trying to Clear cap space, so yeah, like, you guys out of here. So they just shipped them away. Uh, when Jamal was Harrington. gone, that was it. My belief, yeah. Like I was like, all right, we'll, we'll I was so mad because Jamal Crawford is one of my all-time favorite Knicks. So to lose him 
even though I knew what the plan was, was still hurtful. So, so funny you mentioned Chris Childs. I, I have been thinking about all of the Nick Laker moments since Kobe came into the league. And I, like, I, I don't, for some reason, I don't even think of that as like a Knicks moment, but of course it is. Chris Childs is like a yeah. important part of that, like late nineties, early two thousands team. And yeah, that fight was, it went at, at that time <laughs> would have went viral if it was today. I mean, him two piece and Kobe like that was crazy. Um, so that's, that's a good one for sure. Uh, the 61 points, of course, it, it, the, the surgical precision of that performance was just probably the one that stood out the most. Pogba so, by the way, also had like teaming him the whole game. Pogba so also had 31 points in the game. Like they combined for like 92 points. It was a, a stellar two man performance. But that was a Knicks team where Mike D'Antoni had played zero defense at all. I saw Al Harrison recently did a podcast where he was like, the players basically had to beg Mike D'Antoni to yeah. let them come in early to I do defense practice. Yeah, even though he and he wouldn't let him. Uh, that's how much he did not care about defense. So uh, Kobe came in wanting to prove a point. I think he wanted to have fun with Spike Lee. Spike Lee had did the uh, he did the Kobe doing work uh, uh, documentary that same season, and you know they were doing press for that uh, for that movie during that trip to Madison Square Garden. And he told Spike, "Hey, watch what I'm gonna do out here." And then he went and dropped sixty one. I think for me, so. One of the things I think about is Jeremy Lin, uh, the Jeremy Lin game. You know, Kobe oh, Bryant saying, you know, "I don't, I don't know who this kid is" or whatever, and then Lin drops like thirty-eight or whatever, and that to me was like the absolute height of Lin sanity. Like, you know, if there was any kind of non-believers at that point in time or people who were not paying attention, everyone knew who he was after that game. It was nationally televised. Yep. Anytime the Lakers come to Madison Gardens, a big deal, especially during that era, during the Kobe era. So that moment, that game is is big um i also think and it's one that kind of gets forgotten about and i kind of hate it i think it gets forgotten about because it was not at madison square garden but alan houston scoring 53 points against kobe bryant at the staples center um i think this was maybe 2002 2003 i want to say uh they beat the lakers 117 110 for 2003 it's one of the is alan houston's best game as a nick and it was a you know a 10 o'clock 10 30 start like a lot of people forget about it. nick's were not good that's probably season. why i don't even remember that Right. It, things were not good this season. They were, I think I saw the right, they were 23 and 28 at the time. They were not going to make the playoffs, but Houston was having a great year the whole season. And Shaq was hurt, so it was a Kobe versus Allen Houston matchup. And Allen Houston just took it to Kobe. Now, Kobe at 40, it's a great one-on-one duel between two of the elite shooting guards at that time. But, like, I remember, like, watching that game – not at live. I watched it like, you know, Nick 60, probably the day after or whatever. I think it was like a Friday night game. I think I saw it on Saturday. And then it was like crazy to see like a player kind of in one game match Kobe's intensity, match his efficiency, match his uh, skill set. Like that, that to me is one I always think about that gets forgotten about. So I want to make sure I mention that one as well. And finally, I always say the 98 All-Star game is like, you know, that's like the beginning of like my basketball childhood. Like it's Jordan's retiring. It's, you know, this 19-year-old uh, second-year player that's being uh, voted into the All-Star game, that's being hailed as the next Michael Jordan, that's going to be up against Michael Jordan in an All-Star game that's being played in my city. I love the NBA. I love all the stars of the NBA. So the All-Star game is the biggest deal to me is like a seven-year-old kid. So, like, and, I, you know, as you know, I, I wear the 1998 NBA All-Star game hat all the time. It's one of my favorite, uh, favorite pieces of memorabilia or, you know, apparel that I have. So – one of those three would be the ones I think about, or four, I guess, if you include the 61-point game, would be, be one of those for me. But uh, but Kobe, 
uh, so many. It, I love how much he respected like Matt Square Garden, respected kind of New York City as the mecca of basketball, how much love he showed. Yeah, and I I I, I think that you know, the other funny thing about anytime I see Kobe going off against a D'Antoni led team is how much he grew up idolizing D'Antoni in Italy. I know, yeah, it's so funny to me. <laughs> but I, I, the other thing is too, he did he had a respect for the game in general. So right, and what come, when people who respect the game see the Garden as what it is. I know a lot of people like to crap on it now because the Knicks were irrelevant for so long. But there's a reason why players get up for it. Um, yeah. The other thing is with the Chris Childs moment, it just sticks with me because one, those teams were so much of my childhood, so much right. of my early fandom. Um, like those early 2000 Mets or like any of the teams I grew up watching, they might not have been great, um, but they were teams that I grew up and the best Knicks jerseys with me, the black stripe down the side. Oh, you love those. I, I do. Yeah. I told you this before. I yeah. look for those shorts every year and I can never find them. Yeah. For a reasonable I did price. not love those uniforms. I, I always tell you that. I did not. I thought the road ones I liked more. The home one, I just, I was so ready when they moved on to the new ones. So I think that I do think they're due for an upgrade though. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I would love for him to do something inspired by those same uniforms uh, yeah, for their I, next major uniform. Yeah, and I see a lot, a lot of people always give me the same response. It was just that they had the one good year in those uniforms and then it kind of was downhill or a yeah. couple good years. So everyone always associates those uniforms with like not winning. Same thing with the logo, <laughs> um, the uh, the circle logo with like, I forgot what it, what it was. It was like the pendant oh, logo. Oh, am I wearing, is it, am I wearing? Not no, not, right? that, not that one. No, the one yeah, that's no, from like no. the early 2000s. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. They, like, with, the, they, I, with, the, with, the, with the triangle, yeah, great so triangle, the, and, like, and hey, New, yeah. New York, yeah. Oh, oh, and, oh, oh, I know you're talking about the circle, the NYC. Yes. I know, yeah, that's A lot of people hate that logo, not because of the way it looks, but because of what it accompanies. It was such a relevant team. Yeah, that was a very, very dark